the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And good morning. I'm Gary Randall. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's Monday, March the 20th, 2023, in the year of our Lord. On March 20, 1996, a jury in Los Angeles convicted Eric and Lyle Mendez. They convicted them of first-degree murder in the shotgun slaying of their wealthy parents. They were sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. I would hope so. Today in 14, uh, 1492, 1413, England's King Henry IV died. He was succeeded by Henry V. Today in 1815, Napoleon Bonaparte returned to Paris after escaping his exile on Elba, the island. He began his hundred days of rule. Today in 1852, Harriet Beecher Stowe's novel about slavery, Uncle Tom's Cabin, it was first published in book form after being serialized. Today in 1854, the Republican Party of the United States was founded by slavery opponents at a schoolhouse in Ripon, Wisconsin. Today in 1922, the decommissioned USS Juniper converted into the first U.S. Navy aircraft carrier. It was recommissioned as the USS Langley. And today in 1976, kidnapped newspaper heiress Patricia Hearst Patty Hearst, was convicted of armed robbery for her part in a San Francisco bank holdup carried out by the Simeonese Liberation Army. She was sentenced to seven years in prison. She was released after serving 22 months and was pardoned in 2001 by President Bill Clinton. That was an interesting story. I remember, I think most of us were following that back in those days, at least Marjorie and I were. It, it was captivating the news. Interestingly enough, she kept claiming, uh, Patricia Hearst kept claiming that the uh, Simeonese army had, um, had taken her hostage and that they were forcing her to go with them. But the pictures showed she was really participating in these bank holdups and all this kind of thing. But after the fact, and after all the dust had kind of settled on this, they looked for her. She disappeared, and they couldn't find her for a long period of time. As it turned out, she was living in Portland, Oregon, with basketball player, pro basketball player Bill Walton. And she was in hiding, but she was living with him over a period of time. I can't remember how long it was, but that was really a kind of a, a web of deception, to say the least, as that story as that story unfolded before us here in America. We live in an ever-growing, uncertain time. We're uncertain about our morals. We're uncertain about our institutions. And too many people are uncertain about the future. But we don't have to be. There is a certainty of future in God himself. Trump expects to be arrested Tuesday, he says. Trump announced on social media on Saturday that he expects to be arrested on Tuesday. That's tomorrow. 
He said uh, Trump posted a lengthy statement on his social media platform saying, quote, the American dream is dead. He alluded to January 6th protesters who have been arrested and lambasted their uh, captivity while criminals and leftist thugs, I'm quoting Donald Trump, former President Trump, while leftist thugs are allowed to roam the streets, killing and burning with no retribution. In a follow-up post on Truth Social, Trump turned his attention toward the Manhattan District Attorney's office. He said, quote, Now illegal leaks from a corrupt and highly political Manhattan District Attorney's office, which has allowed new records to be set in violent crime and whose leader is founded by uh, funded by George Soros, that's true, indicate that with no crime being able to be proven and based on an old and fully debunked but numerous by numerous other prosecutors fairy tale, the far and away leading Republican candidate and former president of the United States, Daily Caller says, will be arrested on Tuesday of next week. And again, that would be tomorrow. Trump also added to his posting on social media, he said, protest, take our nation back. Kevin McCarthy got involved in that over the weekend. He's now Speaker of the House, as you know. Kevin McCarthy said, here we go again. It's an outrageous abuse of power by a radical DA who lets violent criminals walk as he pursues political vengeance against Donald Trump. He said, quote, I'm directing relevant committees to immediately investigate if federal funds are being used to subvert our democracy by interfering in elections with politically motivated prosecutions. The impending indictment of President Trump in New York, McCarthy says, must be treated as it is, a politically motivated prosecution based on a strained, convoluted legal theory. Republican uh, Representative Chip Roy of Texas he posted on Twitter, he said, quote, it makes clear the danger of a politicized justice system that will be and is being weaponized against all Americans. Mike Pence, who is probably getting ready to pull the string and run for president all out, even he said he was stunned and he hasn't been very positive toward Trump recently, but he said, I'm stunned. He said, this is politically charged. He said, I'm taken back by the political indictment and the potential uh, indictment of Donald Trump. As I said, we live in an upside-down world. President Biden slammed the Florida Health Department's efforts to prioritize counseling over medical transitions for children over the weekend, calling these efforts close to sinful and cruel. In other words, if you stop these people from operating on these little children, trying to make them the opposite sex of what they really are, that is sinful and cruel. Does he not realize that the sinful and cruel part of it is what they're doing to these children, he and his cohorts? I don't know if he realizes it or not, but he's paying no attention if he does. He is absolutely obsessed. This man has a problem. He's obsessed with these children. And he's leading the parade. He is the banner carrier. The most powerful office in the world 
is the presidency of the United States. Oh, I know China's on the move for sure. But America still is the most influential country in in, in the world. And the president of this country has the most powerful office in the world. And he is day in and day out giving himself to these kinds of things. And now he has turned this to a religious discussion. And the people that are trying to say, no, you're a little boy and you're a little girl. He has turned the discussion now that they are the evil ones. They are being cruel to these children. I wouldn't even believe what I'm saying if we all weren't living through it. I can't believe what these people are doing to our kids. Indoctrination all day and then they whisk them off to the hospital somewhere and do a surgery on them. And they're making millions and millions and millions of dollars. It's well documented. Hospitals are finding a whole new revenue stream from mutilating these little kids who have been misled, misinformed, and their parents have not been informed at all until the last minute in many cases, and in some cases, not at all. Well, I'll tell you, sometimes when I read this stuff and we talk about it here because it's dominating in what's happening in our culture today, the alternative is simply to turn it all off, say, well, I don't want to know anything that's going on. And God doesn't want his people to be ignorant and uninformed. I mean, the Bible is very clear on that. He wants us to be informed. But sometimes you just have to take a shower. And one of the ways, you know, you could jump in the shower. But one of the ways that I like to take a shower is just grab my Bible and read it for a few moments. And then go back to what I'm doing in preparation for this program. Psalm 37 It says, fret not thyself of evildoers, neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity. For they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither as the green herb. These are not my words. These are God's words. Trust in the Lord and do good. So shalt thou dwell in the land and verily thou shalt be fed. Delight thyself also in the Lord and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Verse 7 says, Rest in the Lord, wait patiently for him, fret not thyself, because of him who prospereth in his way, because of the man who bringeth wicked devices to pass. Don't get upset. Just be informed. But remember that God is in control. Verse 23 says, The steps of the good man and woman are ordered by the Lord, and he delighteth. In his way. Though he shall fall, he shall not be utterly cast down, for the Lord upholdeth him with his hand. That is the word of the Lord. So, as we look at what's going on in our culture and the, the, the craziness, insanity, God is in control. So, President Joe Biden, he's slamming the Florida Health Department's efforts. Speaking of Florida, Ron DeSantis weighed in on this morning on this Trump matter. DeSantis is running for president. Trump is running for president, as you know. He, he, uh, some of the reporters were asking him over the weekend, what do you think about it? And he said, I don't know. I'm not thinking about it. Then this morning, he did make a statement, Ron DeSantis of Florida, regarding Trump. 
A reporter asked him again, and he responded. He said, we won't be involved in this. I have no interest in getting involved in some type of manufactured circus by some Soros DA, district attorney. He's trying to do a political spectacle, the the Soros-funded, and he is Soros-funded, this DA in New York. He said he's trying to virtue signal for his base. He said, I've got real issues I've got to deal with here in Florida. So that was Ron DeSantis' response to this. I would agree with that. Tyler O'Neill, writing for the Daily Signal last week, an arm of the Heritage Foundation, said, quote, Gender ideology preys upon the young, convincing boys and girls that they're born in the wrong body and rushing them into experimental drugs, hormones, surgeries that will leave them stunted, scarred, infertile, Yet he said the ostensible Catholic who currently occupies the Oval Office not only supports this horror, but had the gall to condemn those who would protect children from it as sinful and cruel. He's right. He's not the only Catholic that was shocked by President Biden's public comments. It is sinful and it is cruel what Biden is doing. The president's comments were directed specifically at Florida's Governor Ron DeSantis. It was political, but it was absent. There's a moral emptiness, a hollow man syndrome with these people. DeSantis, a Republican, he reacted to that. The governor was responding to Biden's remarks on the Florida Medical Board banning transgender surgeries, hormones, and puberty blockers for children. They're just saying you're not going to do this to kids because any clear-thinking doctor, medical expert is saying, boy, kids change about 82 or 85%. I can't remember the number. It's very high. Of these kids, if you just talk to them, they say, well, I think I'm a girl today. They grow out of that quickly, not later in life, but within a, a few years. These kids are growing up. They don't know. And now they have them out front leading the medical procession so that they can come behind and reap millions and millions and millions of dollars and the perverts can advance their own agenda. And they're doing it. A bunch of hairy-legged men running around dressed up like women and they're, they're all over this. And they are helpless perverts trying to destroy the children in America and around the world. But we're talking about our own country He said, it's not just like a kid just wakes up one morning and says, you know, I want to be a man or I want to become a woman. What they're thinking about here, they're human beings. This is President Biden. He said, they're human beings. Of course they are. He said, they love, they have feelings, they have inclinations. So we should do surgery on them and make them whatever they imagine today. That is bizarre. DeSantis said it's not sinful to prohibit the mutilation of minors. He said it's not acceptable for the federal government to mandate that procedures like sex change operations be allowed for kids. Even the libs of TikTok, Biden suggests it's sinful and cruel to ban puberty blockers and sex change surgeries for kids. Governor DeSantis said it's not sinful to prohibit the mutilation. He said, speaking to former Obama aide uh, Cal Penn, President Biden said on The Daily Show, 
He suggested that the state's efforts to protect children are cruel. You have to remember the words of Isaiah when he said, it's a time when, when right is wrong and wrong is right and up is down and sweet is sour. And I, I mean, it's so confused today. Who could navigate these kinds of waters? If it were not for the word of God and the truth of God's word guiding us, this is this is absurdity in, in its highest form. I have read extensively over years the accounts of the rise and fall of the Roman Empire. And I will tell you, we are better at rising and falling than they are at this current moment morally in America. Biden thinks it's cruel that Florida is not allowing experimental sex change operations on kids. Boy, I'll tell you. In fact, one of the of DeSantis' staff uh, puts a, put out a video, and it shows some gruesome pictures. I don't even suggest you look at it, but I did. But it's gruesome photos. I mean, actual photos of kids that, are, that have just had surgeries and the effects of transgender surgeries. It includes mastectomies and skin grafts, and they put them side by side in this video they put out with President Biden's remarks. Boy, it's hard to take. I mean, it's hard to see. Biden thinks it's cruel, (laughs) he said, not to do this. Governor's press secretary called it incredulous. The president of the United States attempts to make a moral argument for surgically altering children in the name of radical gender ideology. Boy, this isn't this isn't isolated. This is soaking our country. It's a baptism of evil, like I haven't seen before in my own life. Do Catholics share Biden's beliefs? I mean, he always talks about his devout Catholicism, and everybody identifies him, and he certainly identifies himself repeatedly, as does Nancy Pelosi, as a devout Catholic. Do Catholics share Biden's beliefs? I'm not a Catholic, but this left me wondering how many Catholics share the president's beliefs. Well, one in particular apparently does not share Biden's beliefs. That would be the Pope. In Pope Francis' statement on Friday, three days before Biden's remarks aired Sunday, he said the ideology of gender is one of the most dangerous ideological colonizations denying the richness of men and women and of all humanity in the tension of the differences. But the Archdiocese of Arlington, Virginia, has published a lengthy paper on the Catholic Church's position on human person and gender ideology. Now, I'm not going to go in. It's a long, long paper, but it's very interesting. I mean, they're very direct in it. It's very interesting what they have to say on that. And if you've been wondering, or maybe you are a Catholic, I know a number of Catholics listen to this program. I I hear from you. And uh, maybe if you're, I mean, maybe it would be good for you to take a look at that. I read the whole thing. I mean, it's pretty lengthy. But I I read through it because I wanted to know what they were saying. And that seems to be a standard that's being used around the country for Catholics who do not agree with President Biden's so-called theology. He, um, anyway, 
It's called Human Person and Gender Ideologies. I wrote an article today. You can find the article. I write one every weekday and publish it, except when I take a little time off <clears throat> from time to time. Not too often, but from time to time. And um, it's on Faith and Freedom, faithandfreedom.us. That's our website. You can go there. The first thing you'll see if you go there today, first thing you'll see will be that article. It'll come up on our front page. And in there, I have linked to this Archdiocese of Arlington, this lengthy paper on the Catholic Church's position on human person and gender ideology. You might want to read through that. But it does, it begins with this. I'm going to share just a bit of it, but there's a lot more. It begins with this introduction. It said, in the past decade, our culture has seen a growing acceptance of transgender ideology. That is, the claim that a person's biological sex and personal identity have no necessary connection and could, in fact, contradict each other. According to this view, I'm reading them, I'm quoting them, human identity is self-defined and becomes the choice of the individual. Consequently, our culture is experiencing a rapid rise in the number of persons claiming an identity contrary to their biological sex. Attempts to accommodate such claims already have resulted in tremendous upheavals in our social, legal, and medical systems. This situation presents a serious challenge for all members of the church because it presents a view of the human person contrary to the truth. It is of particular concern for our young people, as Pope Francis has warned. They continue, today children, children are taught in school that everyone can choose his or her sex. Why are they teaching this? They are, this study, or this statement from the church, the Catholic Church is quoting the Pope here now. He says, it's true that behind all of this, we find gender ideology. In books, kids learn that it's possible to change one's sex. Could gender, to be a woman or to be a man, be an option and not a fact of nature? This leads to this error. Let us call things by their names. End of quote of the Pope. Biden is completely out of step with his church and with his Pope. Every Catholic should check out this statement. But we're playing with truth. He's right. Instead of embracing the truth about the matter and other matters, Biden has adopted a religious language to advance a secular progressive cause directly opposite from the official teaching of the Bible and his own church. He's denying scripture and Christian biblical tradition for the past 2,000 years since Christ rose from the dead and his church was born on the streets of Jerusalem. The president has adopted the moral authority to, to declare sinful what his own Catholicism and scripture don't consider sinful and to advocate a teaching that contradicts the truth is sinful and it's, thus it's turning Christian belief on its head. Genesis chapter 1, verse 27. The Bible says, So God ordered man in his own image. He created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. Most first graders understand that truth. Boy or girl. What have I missed on that? Nothing. Boy or girl. Yep, first graders understand that. They're not sure what all that means yet, 
But while they are that vulnerable and that young and impressionable, these perverts on the left are taking them into drag show presentations, library readings, and all of this to groom them for their role in this agenda that is so anti-God and anti-scriptural. And then when you see the President of the United States carrying the banner of the parade of this nonsense, it's a path to destruction. Well, I don't know. The problem, this problem is identified in Romans chapter 1. These are not my words. I know some of you disagree with me on some of the things I'm saying about this. I, I hear from you. I understand that. But get over it, because I'm talking about the truth, not my truth. I'm talking about God's truth. Romans chapter 1 says, Because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God. Neither were they thankful, but became vain, and their imaginations and their foolish heart was darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. That's what God says, not the Pope, certainly not me. I just agree. That's God's word. O'Neill, who wrote for the Signal, the the um, Heritage Foundation's uh, one of their projects, O'Neill says both the Old Testament and the New Testament urge believers to serve the orphan and the widow. Jesus warns his disciples about children, saying that whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin it would be better for him to have a great millstone fastened, fastened around his neck and to be drowned in the depth of the sea. Again, those are not my words. That's what Jesus said. I'm just agreeing with Jesus and with Scripture. He continues, The Bible doesn't directly weigh in on many political issues, but it strains credulity to imagine that Jesus approves of telling children the lie that they are really members of the opposite sex and urging them to take experimental drugs with long-term consequences to which they arguably cannot consent, setting them on a path to removing perfectly healthy sex organs. O'Neill, writing for the Heritage Foundation. He, He said it's hard to imagine anything more cruel than that. I agree. I can't imagine anything more cruel than what they're doing to the children in America today under the guise of being progressive. God help us. We need we need an outpouring of the Spirit of God on this country. We need new leadership. I don't care what political party they're associated with. We need leadership that has some kind of understanding of of moral reality and moral, the truth of morality based in the Bible. They can call themselves whatever they want, but I will tell you, we're at a, a near boiling point in America and something is going to give. I'm not advocating for it. I'm simply observing that the, the pot is about to boil over in this country on a number of fronts. And when you put that together and you look at it, this is a call to prayer. This is a call to ask God to help us. Our nation is in dire straits and we need God's intervention and we need to repent of our sin and turn to God and move away from that sin. 
Thank you so much for being with me today. The truth is poignant, but thank you for your support in making this possible. We'll see you tomorrow. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.